This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Test one, two. That's Test one, two. If you don't mind. I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy! Four, five, six. I don't believe in icons. Uh, I don't believe in personalities. I believe that peace lies beyond personality, beyond invention and disguise, beyond the red S that you wear on your chest that makes bullets bounce off. I believe that it's deeper than that. I believe we're a field of energy dancing for itself. And, uh, I don't care. You watch him now on the screen. This diversity in his background is helping him a lot tonight. Shireen, don't like it. Hey, remember when Bean called that guy his personal lord and savior and then he turned out to be a pedophile? <laughs> that was pretty funny. And now, I heard your radio program at the senior center today. Great. I was humiliated. Our feature presentation. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It's Wednesday morning, the 24th of April. What's up, kids? Hi. Hello. I don't like the look Jensen is giving me. Mm-hmm. I have thoughts for you, but oh. we'll see. Jensen said he had a had a surprise that he uh, he wanted to share first thing. All right. Out of well, the gate this morning. Is it a story about a sickle and a neighbor and a penis? <laughs> no, just a boom. Uh, <laughs> just a boom. I uh, found something I know he's an animal lover. Oh, And oh, I, thought, I thought this spoke to him. A sweet story? Yes. Oh, it's extremely sweet. Like those those little dogs that the that the lady threw in the dumpster that are now all going to be adopted. Well, that kind of a sweet story. No more caring than that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, are you ready? Yeah. I, I feel like it's. I mean, I don't know how it's not the top story on every news station. Okay. Wow. Like I know there's a lot of collusion talk and right. subpoenas and whatever, but in Pennsylvania. Okay. Rescue farm. Well, to an extent. Okay. I'm in. Three men have now been uh, sentenced to 20 to 41 years each. Oh, no. Wow. For being extreme animal lovers. Oh, no. Oh, I don't. No, no, oh. no, 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 no. No. Don't no, do it, Jensen. No, no, no. Back away from the street. Mm. Oh, Kevin, inappropriate. Oh. This is not a romantic. Oh, what's no. it well, We don't know yet. Also, don't judge. <laughs> we don't know if it's not a pony. What? 31-year-old Matthew Brubaker, 34-year-old Mark Maskinoff, and 41-year-old Terry Wallace were arrested for having sex with various oh. animals. No. It's... Now... Was it a pony? Hold on a sec. All right, that's, that, you can bring that down. Okay. Yeah. We have had this discussion on the, uh, the animal abuse and, and child abuse are the, the two worst things in the world for okay. me. They're the, the things that hurt me to my core. Kevin has argued in the past, and I'm not sure if he means it or not, you don't know that the animals didn't enjoy it. <laughs> oh, my God. He has argued that, to which I say it doesn't. That's not the point. That do you want, that do you want to hear the, the lineup could before I answer, you decide? Could, could I answer the question for you? Yes. Uh, it was a joke. Okay, good. Yeah, because yeah. I'm telling you, we, we, even though they're animals, if it's without consent, 
then no. Ooh. I'm saying no. Well, I don't. I, 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 how do me, you know it's not? I, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think we can tell because this is this is how many animals that they. It was more than just the pony. A cow. Oh. All right. A goat. Oh, goats aren't even sex. I mean, <laughs> multiple dogs. Oh. And geez. get the drop ready because they had sex with nine horses. Oh no! Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, after one, you'd think you're done. Nine horses. I mean, nine in a row in one day, because that's a pretty good record. Here's what they that's found. That's what we're talking about. I mean, this is, not, this, is, this is the disgusting part that we okay. should make a joke about. Right. To commit the acts, the trio forced an unidentified teenage boy who lived on the property to restrain the animals while they assaulted the oh creatures. Oh, my God. His job was to hold the horse down? He was the lookout, kind of. Oh, my God. Wow. Uh, I don't know why every article I read about this has to distinguish this, but they want you to know that every animal was a female. Well, they really? don't think the guys were gay. Yeah, Apparently, it's wow. absurd. Uh, they assaulted the animals over a five-year span. Oh, oh, dear. Wow. What is wrong with them? Good morning, Los Angeles. Why did you put that in my mm. ears? Listen, I think that you should be up on stuff. You like to stay current. Yes, but there's something you just rather not know. Well, then I'll have to get rid of my Google alert. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. This guy's right. Fabulous. Outstanding, wonderful, right? terrific. Oh, I forgot Good one detail. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. No, yeah. no, I'll let it live. Good morning. Okay. I forgot one detail. There's more? Yeah. They found a bunch of uh, cameras and recording equipment in the place where they assaulted the animals. They wanted it for later? Yeah, I mean, you know, make sure that you have it, you know, for prosperity. I've never felt my boner go away so quickly. Yes, I'm, I'm with, with you, that Ellie. lady. Yeah, exactly. All right, Jensen, I'm wow. putting you in that the... That went south so fast! Putting you in the penalty box. Mm-hmm. I'm giving you a I'm giving you a timeout. No worries. And I'll let you know when it's okay for you to come back to the show after you think about what you've done. Mm-hmm. Oh, dear. He's just bringing you the news, Ben. He didn't do I, it. I don't... Right? Yeah, I'm the messenger. Right. He brought the news with glee. Is what Bean, you're an animal lover. That's <laughs> yeah. how he started. Yeah, I didn't even have suspenders, yeah. but I was just like pulling them out. You were, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's true. You're a bad man. All right. All right. Let's talk about today's Kevin and Pete show, I like shall that we? I'm the bad man. Right. Kevin, you lied to us, and you need to grow up. Uh, Bean makes his guess. Yeah, he does. Guess who our new co-host is going to be on the show starting tomorrow? That's going to be one of the <laughs> games we're going to be playing. <laughs> Um, Omar has a creepy photographer that he wants to discuss. Mm-hmm. It's odd what this guy's doing. Taking pictures of his dogs? <laughs> I mean, no. I think he wishes. Worse, yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, David Allen Greer. Oh, I love the dag. On the show today. We have, um, you're in love with your car. Okay. Cars give consent, right? No. But they, I mean, they don't have feelings, right? they so honk. They right, that's true. Honk. <laughs> Uh, we also have April Foolishness tickets, ringside seats, along with um, with the pre-VIP party. We're looking for punchlines today. That's going to be in the 8 o'clock hour this morning. Okay. So that's coming up. We'll take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Wednesday morning, Allie's here with a first look at what's happening. Listen, we all uh, we all hate spoilers, right? We don't, we don't want to hear them. Right. But when you go on Twitter and are tweeting, I'm seeing Endgame on Friday. I don't want any spoilers. Don't you think someone immediately is going to see that and just spoil it for you? I assume. Like, what are you doing? I have a friend that literally on Twitter, on Instagram, if she could afford to get somebody to do it in the sky, Mm -hmm. she would write that. And it's like, sweetie, you're setting yourself up. And this just in, 
stay off social media That's the if thing it's, is, it's that big of a deal to you. It's on you. Absolutely. To avoid spoilers. If Twitter is all spoilers, stay Absolutely. off it. It's not that hard. Absolutely, but you guys. But the flip side of that is if you are tweeting out or Instagramming or Facebooking spoilers for Endgame, you're a dick. Mm-hmm. 100%. But you shouldn't be putting it out there. No, 100%. But... But it's on you to avoid it as well. Avoid it. It's very simple to avoid it. And you're friends with this person. Oh, I'm rethinking it. <laughs> Boy, is she annoying right now. Um, but 57% have temporarily unplugged from social media in order to avoid endgame spoilers, you guys. And Fandango is reporting that the upcoming three-hour Avengers Endgame has already sold out more than 4,000 screenings in North America. And the movie is tracking to be the fastest pre-seller in the 19-year history of Fandango and on pace to become, obviously, the all-time pre-sale champ as well, you guys. The uh, Kevin, I know you don't care about reviews, but the first reviews are in, and they are very good. Yeah. Very, uh, very, very I good. I do love when I want to go see a movie anyway and the reviews are very good. Mm-hmm. That does make me happy. But yeah. if they're bad, I go, I'm going to go anyway because right. it looks good to me. Right. Absolutely. But it does. I am happy that they're happy. Yeah. Apparently, it's a very satisfying conclusion Excellent. to the story. Yeah. Pretty emotional. Can't wait. You want to know what happens? Thanos opens a Jamba Juice. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I don't mean to spoil that. But yeah, he kind of turns it all around. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. I'm all... sorry. I watched it, but <laughs> oh. I fell asleep. Oh, okay. well, it's three yeah. hours. Yeah. yeah. And you're an old man. I get it. Yeah. And again, talk that it might hit $300 million in the domestic opening and a jaw-dropping $1 billion worldwide. That's just... Oh. I, I know. That's just the that's opening, crazy. you guys. It's cuckoo. Is Carson Daly the nicest human being on the face of the earth? Oh, my gosh. No. Oh, Vin, of all people, I think you'd agree with that. He's one of the nicest I've ever met. Absolutely. So he returned from a week-long vacation to learn that two of his colleagues were uh, were preggers or had just adopted a baby. So Jenna Bush Hager announced on Monday that she's pregnant with her third child, and Hoda Kotb revealed that she adopted a second baby, a little girl named Hope Catherine. And Carson Daly just joked on Instagram that their work coffee mugs are filled with baby-making juice. Oh, Oh, no, Carson, not you saying such horrible things. Daddy likey. People... Uh, of course, lost their minds. I love that I tweet. I love it so very much. <laughs> and of course, people were like, that's not nice of you. You should be saying that about your coworkers. And then apparently, um, while he was gone, the meteorologist had revealed that she suffered a miscarriage and is dealing oh. with secondary infertility. Oh, boy. So people were like, ah, oh, really bad time, Carson. And he's like, I'm Carson Daly, the nicest man in the world. Ask the Kevin and Bean show. They're talking about it, <laughs> like, coming up. I see into the future. That's what he wrote. But he, there's, there's no, no malintent no, ever from Carson Daly. Say oh that, my Jensen. God, Jensen. You understand you can't say that word, right? <laughs> Get that. <laughs> And no, I don't and think that's what he was doing. Quite do a setup. He would okay. never do that. Quite a Debbie setup. Likey. Oh, oh, but really, baby bacon juice—that's funny. That is funny. Oh, poor it's Carson. Not, it's not six yet, right? It's not. No, no we're, we're not on the air. Yeah, we're not on the air. No worries. Um, how about this first sentence? Halsey's naked rock climbing trip didn't go as planned. <laughs> <laughs> she took to Instagram to show off her injured back. 
her torso that's covered in red scrapes and cuts. Oh, that hurts. And her middle finger that was wrapped in a bandage. And she said, don't go rock climbing naked. Or do. I mean, do you? Why was she rock climbing Yeah, naked? I could have told her that. Honestly, I'm going to say this. If I look like Halsey, mm-hmm. I'd be naked all the time. But while I climbing ever... in the face of a rock? Well, I, no, we're I, not I, saying like for us. We're saying right. for you. Like, Halsey, it sounds unsafe for Halsey. Right. Well, it clearly was right. unsafe for Halsey. Yeah, I don't think you should ever really do anything that strenuous, naked, like up against granite. Right. Probably not safe, but... Because it's hard. What? The granite. The granite's hard. Is that what you call it? <laughs> That's a weird nickname, name, Kevin. <laughs> The Rock's so mad. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, she got all cut up and scraped and things aren't good. Doesn't really say why she was doing it. She just, hmm. no. Weird. Oh. I know, it's really crazy, you guys. Hey, some birthdays for you. Kevin, you still love Barbara Streisand? Not, she's not my favorite. Yeah. Who do you who do you like less, Barbara Streisand or James Lipton? Oh, wow. James Lipton uh, was more in my face for mm-hmm. a long time, whereas right. Barbara Streisand kind of kept to herself. You can so. avoid to yeah. avoid her. Okay. Or right. Sophie's Choice. Yeah, it's yeah, really tough. Totally. Kelly Clarkson. Happy oh, birthday. Kelly Clarkson. Austin Nichols from uh, One Tree Hill. Wimbledon. John from Cincinnati. What? Joe Keery. He's Steve from Stranger Things. Also looks just like our friend from Parks and Rec. We'll talk about him later. And Frankie which McDonald. Friend? Which, which one? I gotta, I'm trying to Google it, but I can't find it. Which one are you talking about? Um, and Frankie McDonald. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're making, you're talking, I made a reference that I think the audience needs to know more about. The kid on Stranger Things looks like who? Who? Jean Ralphio from mm, Parks ca- and Rec. Character name. It's yeah. hard. People should know the real name. <laughs> What's the guy's name? He was just in here. He literally sure ago. Was, about yeah. a month ago. That's why oh we're asking. God. Yeah. Welcome to my life. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, that's what it's like. Let's just wait. We got all day. Uh I mean John Ralphio. It's just it's a character it's great. Thing, right? Yeah. yeah. Played by the actor. The guy that plays yeah. it. It's yeah. hard to IMDB the character name. Yeah, the actor. I'm trying my yeah. hardest. We'll just hear me typing. Yeah, he yeah. did the show with uh, the guy from Silicon Valley. That's right. They were doing a, yeah. a comedy, like an improv By show. Way, pulling someone else's name up is not going to help you find uh, the other person. It helped her stall, though. Yeah. 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 Thomas Middleditch Ooh, is who he's doing, yeah, is doing the, the show with. Uh, uh, um, my God. He's my in disappointment a, he's... is immeasurable. <laughs> You guys, and my day is ruined. Mine too, sir. He's in a movie with my friend Jillian that's coming out that yep. looks great. They're very close friends. Very too. close friends. She was texting me while he was here, like, "Oh my god, well, he's who the is best." Uh, he plays Jean Ralphio on yeah, Parks and Rec. Oh, right. yeah. um, I'm still typing. Can I type? Can I just put it in? Try my hardest to type. You know, James from Jeopardy is not going to love you anymore if you can't come up with names. Hear me typing? Yeah. I'm trying my hardest. Schwartz. All right. That was a journey. Worth it. Wow. <laughs> Apologies, you guys. <laughs> ben. Mm-hmm. The two of us. Yeah, he made quite an impact on you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and that's what's happening. Yeah. The Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. It's time for Bean Makes Us Guess. Bean Makes Us Guess, yeah. Ooh, ooh. Bean Makes Us Guess, yeah. Who gets penis slapped? Bean is a dick. Pretty dope, man. Just wanna tell ya. I am the dumbest human that ever lived. Now it's time for Bean Makes Us Guess. 
Yes! I just like to say that a lot of those drops don't make sense Thank in that you, intro. Kevin. I was thinking the exact same thing. They seem really inappropriate for this segment. Guys, uh, we all love a good sports movie, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, in fact, we have a guest coming in later on today, David Allen Greer, who's got a sports movie out about a young man who becomes one of the sprinting champions in the world. And right. There's something inspirational about seeing those athletes persevere and push through and win the big prize. You know, we all love the Rockies of the world and things like that. For some reason, there have been more great baseball movies oh. than any other sport. There's some great boxing movies. There's a couple of good football movies, but there are so many great baseball movies. I don't know what it is about the sport of baseball that lends itself to a great movie, but there have been a ton of them, and that's the topic of today's Be Makes Us Guess. The best baseball movies ever made. This is according to Ranker.com. They had over 80,000 votes on this. So this is what the people think are the best baseball movies of all time. Kevin, you sit at the head of the table. You get the first guess. What say you, sir? Angels in the Outfield. Angels in the Outfield is number 16. That was a pretty good guess, though. I'm stunned that you came up with one. <laughs> I mean, I can't imagine Kevin has ever intentionally and on purpose seen a baseball movie. That was actually a comedy answer for me. I did not expect it to be <laughs> oh, yeah. on the list at all. Yeah, well, a, this is a good game. Wow. Good Number 16. You, not, a, not enough for a point, but no. um, Jensen, you're up next. Uh, Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams is number one, ladies yeah! and gentlemen. Considered the best baseball movie of all time. Didn't you just wear a Field of Dreams t-shirt I this did, week? And I admitted that I had bought dirt from there as a souvenir, and everyone has made fun of me since. You bought <laughs> dirt. Yeah, dirt in a small little test tube. Is is the Field of Dreams in Iowa where everybody wants to go with their dad? I, I uh, Yeah, if I still had a dad, I'd take it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, Allie, you're up. Uh, what's a great baseball movie, please? How about A League of Their Own? A League of Their Own is number six on the list. You have a point. Well done. It's like a female to pick. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great movie, by it the is way. A great it movie, is. Yeah. Madonna, Rosie O'Donnell. Kevin, you're up. Sandlot. Good uh, one. Sandlot yeah. is number five. All right. Kevin is in it to win it today. Jensen. The Natural. The Natural God is number four. Okay. Allie? The one with Charlie Sheen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Here we go. No, I, one I, of Allie's deep dives. I, is it Ben Schwartz? It's a wild thing, and then yeah. he comes out and he pitches. That's the one, right? Yeah. Playing for the Cleveland Indians. Yes. Right, and the name of the movie is? I don't know. I'm gonna, the Charlie Sheen movie. Right, that's, that one. that's the movie, but what's the name of it? You're, we're going to need a name. No, I just described it to you. <laughs> Can't you get half a point for the description? I think we have half oh, a point. Okay. Are, are they, would you say that the team is playing at a professional level? Uh, little uh, minor leagues, minor uh, all star, uh, <laughs> professional major league baseball. Um, major, yeah, major league. I'll Ladies and gentlemen, oh. major league is the movie that is uh, that is number two. I'll give it to her. Look at you guys. <laughs> I, I guess it's it's good that there's no uh, there's no clock like on Jeopardy, right? He's had all the time in the world to flail. All right, Kevin, you're up. Wow, I'm gonna go best in show. This show is a dog, it's a dog show movie. Yeah. Dogs. <laughs> but they play baseball. No, no, no. Uh, I agree to disagree. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe you're right. I just haven't seen it in a while. Yeah. All right, Jensen, uh, we're doing pretty well in this top ten right uh, so far, but what yeah. do you have? The original Bad News Bears. The original Bad News Bears is number nine wow. on the list. Well done. But he's typing into com- his computer. No, I'm, just, I'm, using the, I'm using the thing. The notes. He's yeah. using, using the notes. notes. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we can't see that. Yep. He's, he's a cheater. He's All right, let's do Alan McKay. Uh, I'm going to say the greatest sports movie of all time. Rocky? And one that my father judges every man I've brought home on. Raging if he, Bull? If he hasn't seen it. Cool Running. He is not going to be in my life. 
<laughs> and that is called? It's about hockey, but it's slap shot. No. <laughs> <All right. laughs> That's not a good one. You know what? That didn't make the list it of the best baseball movies of all Weird. time. Okay. I'm sorry all right. to say. All right, let's go around uh, the horn one more time. Basketball. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's a bat in it. Right? Basketball was the South Park guys' movie. Yes. Their first movie. Remember right? about a sport that they invented that crossed baseball and basketball? Right. That's a pull, man. Chip. That is a pull. Right. Agreed. Thank you. It was mine. All right, Jensen, your uh, final guess. I'll take this home. Do we have number two yet? Uh, yes. Major League was number right, two. Number three is available? Yes. Bull Durham. It is number three, wow. ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Bull Durham. I'll well take done. It. In fact, we have the top six Ooh. on the list already. And number nine. All right, Allie, your final guess. I feel like Allie's out. Uh, <laughs> I mean, she used slap shot in the last. Oh, well, the timer. It just, it hurts. Just say the Godfather and we'll end this game. The Godfather. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> here's your uh, here's your top 10, by the way. Number 10 was The Rookie. Remember that with uh, Dennis uh, Quaid? Yes. Yeah, it was a great, great movie. Number nine was The Bad uh, News Bears. Number eight. Fairly recent movie on this list, Moneyball. Oh, which oh I think Moneyball. we all saw and of loved. Of course. Great no, movie. Number seven was a great movie, another Charlie Sheen movie, where he played uh, on the, the fabled uh, Chicago White Sox team that threw the World Series. Oh, I have that Eight one, yeah. Men Out. I would have got that. Was number seven. Then A League of Their Own. The Shut same. up, Jensen. You can't just claim, list. oh, yeah, no, I, I have it. I have it on my little notes. League of Their Own was six. Sandlot five. The Natural. Bull Durham Major League and Field of Dreams. Best baseball movies of all time. This has been Bean Makes Us Guess. Bean Makes Us Guess, yeah. Kevin and Bean Show, world famous K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I think it was uh, Abraham Lincoln who said, don't believe everything you read on the internet. But that did did, yeah, I believe that's uh, accurate. Okay. Th- that did not start uh, stop Ali from coming in yesterday with, uh, with late-breaking news from uh, madeupbs.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, she claims that this is real people yeah. responding to a real survey about yeah. a real question about being in love with your car. Yeah, it was conducted by one poll on behalf of Cooper Tires. And here's the title of the article that I brought in. 64% of Americans say that they consider their car a friend. More than half of Americans I'm sorry, are you friends said with their car. 64%. 64% of Americans. Car. Okay, okay, just so we're all on the same page mm-hmm. here. I just want to make sure we... I want to ferret out the weirdos. Yeah. Um, <laughs> then throw out the study. I want to ferret out the weirdos by asking, we all are in agreement that a car is a possession, right? Yes. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. It can be a treasured possession. Mm-hmm. It can sure. be a, a point of pride. It's certainly a convenience, but mm-hmm. it's not a friend. So are you saying that you haven't named your car like 44% of Americans? Oh, half of Americans have... I named their car. I actually have named my car. I okay. call it my car. 
Okay. That's what I call it. That's See, not mom, very romantic. My mom called our station wagon Nelly. Well, then she's in the 40-something percent. Absolutely. 45% of people have shed real tears when it came to saying goodbye to a car. Those people have not felt real pain. <laughs> well, right? speaking of Lucky pain. Them. Speaking, Lucky them. That's the worst thing that's happened to them. Speaking of pain, 15% of people would rather break a bone in their own body than have their car break down. Stupid. That's just stupid. So which I say, that Pinky? Again. Uh, 15% uh, uh. would rather break a bone in their own body than have their car break down. Your car breaks down, you have to have it towed somewhere, then it's there for like a week. Why not just break a pinky? No. No. Because it's on your body and it's going to hurt, and your car is just a possession. By the way, I lint for a little while. No, I broke my pinky, mm-hmm. and it still hurts. It's still like years <laughs> later, it still hurts. It rains. I know when it's going to rain. It's a Why terrible am I thing. shocked that your pinky still hurts? <laughs> By the way, um, we would like to hear from some of the weirdos at one eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. If you have these kind of strong feelings about your car beyond just it's a thing that gets me around, we yeah. want to hear from you. And you know what? Well, you can convince us. We won't be. Mean to you. I want to hear. This We're is like a, try. It's like a study. I'm yeah. not promising. Okay, all right. Well, everyone. My knows. name is Nathaniel. I'm 27 years old. And I'm in a serious relationship with my car. There you oh, go. Oh, I was really about Nathaniel. He's yep. a little different. But one in five would rather spend an entire day in jail than have their car get totaled. Okay, that. Makes I mean, sense. a day and a thank you. That, that, one actually, yes. that one actually does make okay, sense. Okay, so, so that might involve spending money on the car to get it fixed. Well, I'd yeah, rather it's just, totaled. Okay. You and don't have a car. The yeah. inconvenience, yeah. But that's not like I don't want my car to get in an accident because it has feelings and it's my best friend. Right. I don't think any of these mean they call it their your car friend. has feelings. They do call it a friend. They consider it a friend. It's a big part of your life, though. Your car is a big part yes. of your life. You're spending, on average, 18 full days Every year in your car. But aren't you your friend. But aren't you sad if your car's your friend? That means you don't have any other friends. We are going to hear from people who feel that way. Now, let me ask this question. Mm-hmm. I'm just fishing here. But, Kevin, you're a guy who, you're one of those guys who trades in his car every couple of years, right? Yes, like, I, does a leasing. Least, yeah. Right. So you never really get attached to it. It's always yeah. so temporary for you. So you think if I, if I had it, like, I, a couple of years longer, I might no, fall no, for I'm it? I'm just wondering <laughs> if you're... making if, out with it. If you're somebody like, like, Chip, how long you had your car? Eight years. Eight years. If you're somebody like Chip, who has a long commute every day, that's her comfort spot. I'm just guessing here. I'm just wondering, talking out loud here. She gets in. That's her safe haven. That's her home for the next hour while she commutes back and forth. Do you think she would have a little stronger feelings toward the vehicle than you would, would looking at just a disposable car? Chip? Yeah. yeah. asking you. Oh, me? Absolutely not. Yeah, you spend- Whatever I'm in is is my safe place to drive where I'm going. Wow, sorry, ladies. <laughs> Nathaniel is in a committed relationship with a car right. that he's named Chase. Chase. It was love at first sight. His body and then his interior and everything just together just seemed to fit. I just felt an instant connection. There you go. All right. Say the word. Say the word tailpipe. No. He's a little different. All right. Let's <laughs> talk to Dan before the break again. 1-800-520-1067. He's in Pico Rivera. He is first up on this topic. We're looking for people that have a strong affection for their car. You might even consider your car your friend. Dan, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for calling. Jensen promises to not make fun of you. Yeah. I don't. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm so embarrassed. But good morning, everyone. Good morning. morning. Um, now, I want to say I don't love my car, but everything else applies to it. I'd rather break a bone than lose my, have my car break down. I named my car. It's, the way I view it is that I commute a lot. Mm-hmm. I live far from where I work, and I spend a lot, a lot of time in my car. Yeah. And so over right. time, I've customized it. I've made little things. 
it's basically it is in a way not only like metaphorically but literally my second home how much time i spend in here i get that and And, and look nobody's saying that you don't want your car to be in good shape or to be comfortable for you or to be a thing that you enjoy driving but it's still a possession right it is, it is, and I'll, I'll admit I don't cry when I lose a car. But when I did sell my last car, I took like fifty pictures of it before I sold it. Oh, Dan, I love it. Hey, Dan, out of curiosity, what's what's your car's name? I'm sorry. What's your car's name? Um, actually, it's, it's Shadow, the dark car. Oh yeah, Shadow. All right, sounds racist. Shadow, the dark car is all one <laughs> title. By the way, we uh, we live in a world where Allie just asked Dad, "What's your car's name?" And it wasn't a weird question to him. No, no, he had an yeah, answer. He had an answer. Uh, how many miles you got on Shadow? Uh, One hundred twenty-eight thousand. Oh, are you starting? Wow. To, are you starting to think about the sad day when you're going to have to put her down? When you're going to have to bury a friend? Yeah. No, I, I have been actually. It's, it's, I'm getting ready to say goodbye to Shadow. Oh, all right. Yeah. More pictures. Yeah, take some more pictures. Mm. We'll give you some alone time, Dad. We'll let you go <laughs> deal with the grieving process, but we appreciate your listening, sir. All right? Thanks, guys. All right. Thank you. 1-800-520-1067. Are you like Dan? We want to talk to you next on K-Rock. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Let's take one phone call. Let's make it Bree in Riverside. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Bree, do you consider your cars your friends? No, not my friends, but definitely treasured possessions. I've named three of my cars. Oh, now what? how did that get started? Like, most people you know probably don't name their cars. Why did you decide to do it? Well, most people I know do name their cars or have some, some kind of, you know, I don't want to say affection towards them, but, you know. And it was, um, they were inherited, and I just felt like they had so much personality they needed a name. I feel you, Bree. What, what, what were the names? What were the names? <laughs> um, the first car I drove was a 96 Chevy Silverado and we called her Old Green and that was an an inherited name because the previous owner named her that. It's also offensive to, to, it's kind of ageist to call your car Old Green, (laughs) I would just say. I, well, I mean, she kind of was an old car when we got her. Okay, <laughs> all right. So accurate. Number okay. right? Number two. Uh-huh. And then it was a 96, um, oh, excuse me, 98 Forerunner. I called her Janine. Janine, all right. nice. And then? Yeah. And then um, a SUV that I have right now, I call her Chela. 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 Okay. Yeah. All right. I want you to get some help. I want you. <laughs> Let Bree live. I want you. You don't have to call nine one one, but I do want you to call the non-emergency number of any hospital or doctor near you, and I want you to explain to them what you explained to us, and and good luck with that. Yeah, okay? and take the medication. <laughs> I've been told that before. Okay. Oh, what a surprise! I'm not surprised. All right, Bree. We love you. Thank you for listening. I find this part of them the most sexy, just because the subtle lines and curves. Mm-hmm. I'll give them a kiss here. Sure. And just kind of caress him down the side. That's very nice. I'm not going to judge until I see how hot his car is. <laughs> yeah. His car's not that hot. Oh, really? No. Okay. no. Uh, we're talking about what's the headline on your uh, your study again? More than half of Americans are friends with their cars. Instead of your car a friend. Mm-hmm. Let me introduce you to my friend, Tatiana. She's on line one. She's in L.A. She is very close <laughs> with mm-hmm. her cars. And we thank you for calling the Kevin Bean Show. What's going on? Hey, first-time caller, very long-time listener. Thank you, and thank you. That is awesome. Now, tell me about Josephine. Oh, my God. Don't tell me that I got dropped. No, no. We no, got no, no, you're here. Can you not hear us? Oh, okay. No, no, all oh, good. It just went totally silent. All good. Okay. No, those are the voices in your head finally stopping. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Josephine. Josephine. Sir. Josephine, yes. Josephine is my baby. She's a 2017 Mustang EcoBoost, and she is bad ASF. 
You can say ass. Ass, yes. Yeah, that's good. Okay, again, oh, okay, again, again it, yeah. it's okay to like your car. It's okay to be excited about your car. Do you consider Josephine a friend? Is she a treasured family member? Uh, Josephine bought me. I didn't buy her, and she's got total I'm, attitude. I'm sorry. Hold. <laughs> How did that work? <laughs> did she go to Did she go to a dealership that sold people? <laughs> <laughs> well, the whole thing was a joke. When I was getting my other car serviced, who was named Fiona, um, sure. I was joking, and I said I was like, "Oh, hey, you know, I have time to wait. Let me go ahead and test drive that Mustang." I said I never intended to buy it. And I was test driving her, and I just got that thought that it's like, this is my car. And next thing I know, I drove off with her and dumped Fiona. Poor wow. Fiona. Fiona. Wow, poor That's Fiona. hard, man. Wow. And is it true you won't valet your car? Oh, absolutely not. No one is allowed to touch this car. I have to move a car so I can park it, and then they can park the other car in front of mine. Oh, oh my God. Oh, wow. Guys, I think you uh, need to call us way more often. Every day. <laughs> where, where have you been all our lives? All right, Tatiana, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Good Ooh. luck. Wow. Um, this is largely a lady thing, by the way. It seems I, like I, it. I don't know. Caesar, though, on line five. Let's talk to Caesar. Let's see what Caesar's got going on. Hey, Caesar. Hey, how's it going? Good, Good. thank you. Well, what do you want to add to this conversation? Okay, so um, in 2014, I went and I got my first car. It was a 2014 Mazda 3, and I was so proud of it. I, for some strange reason, got really attached to it. Um, so I named it Baby Gonzo. Mm-hmm. So I go on. Telling, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's Baby Gonzo. I have no clue why. I just named it Baby Gonzo. All right. Who can, who can explain so, love? Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So I was telling all my friends, hey, you got to meet Baby Gonzo, Baby Gonzo. Most of my friends thought I went and I adopted a baby named Gonzo. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, and I failed to inform them that I got a, a new car. Jensen, have you thought of Gonzo? Uh, uh, no, but Baby Gonzo is <laughs> his full name. Yeah. name. <laughs> now, Caesar, cut, cut to when you guys were separated. What happened? Yeah, so... Like a year and a half later, I went through some hardships, and then um, the car got repossessed. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, not uh, baby Gonzo. No, not Gonzo. They, yeah. took, they took Gonzo? Uh, yeah, they took baby Gonzo. Yeah. And I cried for a month, and <laughs> I still have pictures of the car okay. in my phone. Okay. And I'm like, I'm going to get you back. Okay. So eventually, I, right. I may not, it may not be Baby Gonzo. But Let him finish. Okay. Not without my Gonzo. <laughs> <laughs> and so, All right, Anderson. Thank every, you. Thank you. Caesar, we, we, we got to go. No, yeah. I mean, we're just laughing at you. We, yeah. we appreciate you, and, we, and we're grateful for you. And good luck with the conservatorship. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, let's go to Stephanie, please. Line seven. She's in Corona. Up next on the Kevin and Beach Show. Hey, Steph. Hey, guys. Love you so much. Longtime listener. Thank and you. Dean, you're the best. I no, you're the you. best. Well, let's because... wait and see if Stephanie's okay. the best. Yeah. I feel like she is. All right. So uh, you also have a tragic tale of being separated from <laughs> your friend in the car? I do. I do. What happened? It was a short, a short, um, a short time, but it really hit me hard. So I commute a lot. I've got a 2017 Honda Accord Hybrid, and she gets me where I need to go, and she got some damage. So I had to get the bumper repaired, like the paint repaired. Mm-hmm. So for three days, I was without my car. <gasps> you vis- you visited her, her in the hospital, though, right? 
<laughs> no, I didn't. We were we were completely separated. Oh, oh, that must have been rough. Heartbreak. Awful. It was rough. Rough, rough. And um, I had an Uber around everywhere, which was a huge pain in the butt. Yeah. I've got kids to get to school and all this. Anyway, um, so it just hit me that I really, really love my car. And I ended up naming her Rosanna after the Toto oh, yeah. song. Sure, sure. That's romantic as hell, man. Not home. I mean, car, was it, Toto, yeah. Stephanie, was it not quite a year since she went away? Oh. You go straight to hell. File it. Not only in the file. Stephanie but the, liked it. But the awesome. file in Stephanie hell. Stephanie liked it. I don't hate it. Thank you, Kevin. That's shocking. You nailed it. <laughs> What are we going to do? It's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world-famous K-Rock. Allie's here right now. It's a Wednesday morning. Time for another look at what's happening. If you see an article entitled, Nicolas Cage angrily sings Purple Rain at karaoke bar after filing annulment, do you click on it? Uh, in a second. Uh, yes. I break my finger clicking on it so fast. <laughs> what yeah. if... I option it into a film, yeah. and I then watch the film I've made. <laughs> what if another one says, Nicolas Cage mournfully sings Princess Purple Rain at karaoke? Or both. I'm, yeah. watching, I'm watching everything that has Nicolas Cage in the headline. Yeah, that's my sequel. Nicolas Cage aggressively sings Ooh. Purple Ooh. Rain and- at karaoke bar. Here's what happened. And this was during the the weekend where he blacked out and married a chick? Oh, no. This is after the annulment. This oh, okay. Is the, he's, right. recent. He's working he was through mourning. some stuff. Yeah, yes. he's, he's sobered up. Yeah, this, this happened okay. on Sunday <laughs> in oh Koreatown. God. Oh, my God. And I just, I want you to really understand what's going through him okay. when he's singing this. He got married. Four days later, he's like, this is awful. Mm-hmm. I was not in the right state of mind. She is not the person I thought I married. Four days. We're done. It's over. She then decides she needs spousal support. Like, he is working through some stuff on a stage Sunday in Koreatown. Hit it, Steve. Let me The greatest of all time. Uh-huh. I don't think so. The alleged drinking should stop. Oh, you think that was alcohol fueled? Mm-hmm. I think it's oh, all really? karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it should be. If you're sober karaoking, right. I mean, we need to talk. Right, agreed. That's the only way you can do right. it. <laughs> Who's with me? <laughs> Although, have you ever been to a karaoke bar? And no. You, really? What? No, I've never Ever. been to a karaoke oh. bar. You're so lucky. Oh, I, I think love we it. need to. Are it's, you kidding? I love it's it. It's pretty fun. No. Small hot take Jones here, but I think that all karaoke songs should be 25 seconds. Oh, dear. Because oh, dear here's God. why. Because it's funny at first, mm-hmm. like, oh, they're doing Daisy Dukes or whatever. They're mm-hmm. doing Purple Rain. And then you're like, oh, no, there's a minute and a half left, two yeah. minutes left. It's yeah. too long. Depends on how good, bad they are. Because if they're bad enough, I'm all in. Yeah. Kevin, Kevin, do you you get up and sing at karaoke? I haven't in a while. What is is your song when you have? I don't even remember. Working for the weekend, maybe. Okay. Okay. Oh, my God. I did not see that. Great answer. (laughs) Allie, how about you? I, I have done karaoke mm-hmm. before. Um, usually, you'll you'll find a friend and you'll do like a song from Greece. It's the most basic white girl comment right, sure. that you could ever uh, do. Don't stop believing is but, the most basic. Yeah, that's sure. that's a big one. But I will say this: you go to a karaoke bar and you're with your friends, you're drinking, and depending on what time you get there, the earlier you get there, 
the more professional the people are because those people are there. They just want to try out their song. They're probably not drinking. Maybe they're having an appetizer, but they're there to sing. Yeah, they right. go before like, the line. Truly yeah. sing. And it is something to see, especially here in L.A. You're like, okay, that person could have a record I don't deal. want to listen to people that can sing well. I want people that are drunk. Well, that comes an hour, two hours okay. later. Are you good at it? No. Okay. No. But you have fun. Yeah, I have a lot of fun. Bean, by the way, was uh, by your house at a bar called the Cat's Meow. Oh, that's where you did your lover boy tribute. Wow, (laughs) it was a stunner. That's awesome. I feel like maybe we need to go karaoke. I'm not positive that's the case. Maybe Friday night after foolishness. Would that be a singles party karaoke? Oh, it's a great idea. That's a very good idea. I can't make it. Oh wow. Um, How do you don't need your great idea? How do you feel about uh, poor Nicolas Cage not being able to work through his feelings without having it be on someone's cell phone and then released to the world? Yeah. Like, should he be allowed to grieve privately or should it be on he, But he didn't do it privately. I know, so, but, but if it had been you or me or Alan, he, no one would have cared. cared. By yeah. the way, there's great karaoke bars, especially in Koreatown, where you can get your own room. Your own little room. You can have five friends in there. They'll he could have worked through drinks it. drinks right to you. Yeah. yeah. No, he wanted to be on stage in front of people. Okay. For sure. And I love it. And I support it. I speak for Nicolas Cage. You do. He we all speak to be there. for Nicolas Cage. Yeah. What's going on? Well, what's going on is Zachary Levi will be suiting up again. The Shazam star will probably just be in a suit. Um, you don't even know what yeah, he's because, doing. Uh, the MTV Video Music Awards? No. The MTV Movie no. Awards? No. He's being sued, so he has to go to jail. Oh, no. So he's wearing... <laughs> nah, wouldn't that suck? <laughs> Take it back. No. He will be suiting up for the... 2019 MTV Movie and TV Awards in June. It's happening June 17th at the Barker Hangar in Santa Monica. He's going to be emceeing it. Great choice. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Great and choice. I agree, lot- but that thing's still a... Is that still a thing? It's yeah. still a thing. Okay. Yeah. This is the last time we'll hear about it until the day after when Absolutely. people will say, hey, that was on yesterday. Yeah. We'll go, really? I missed it. <laughs> and people might be treated to some musical numbers because he is quite the singer. Let me <laughs> Oh, that's him. Zach Levi. Uh That's Nicolas Cage. In 2016, he earned a Tony nomination for Best Leading Man in the Broadway production of She Loves Me. Wow. He also showed off his vocal chops in Disney's Tangled. He was Flynn Rider, and he sang an Oscar-nominated song, I See the Light, with Mandy Moore. Did any of us know this? No. No. I did not. Well, I should probably double check this whole thing because <laughs> that makes you doubt. It. I feel like one of us would have uh, known not necessarily any of that. Huh? He was Chuck. Yeah, he was. He Chuck. was also Chuck. Yeah, I didn't think Chuck sang. I didn't Chuck. either. <laughs> That's a very impressive resume for a guy who we didn't know sang. Very <laughs> impressive. Then again, Bean didn't know he was on one of his favorite shows while watching it. That's true. He said, what? "Oh, there's a guy on Marvelous Mrs. Maisel looks a lot like Zach Levi," and I said. Oh, you mean the story I did a month ago saying he was going to be on this season of Mrs. Maisel? He goes, well, he looks just like him. <laughs> he, he literally really said looked, that. The dude I was watching looks so much like Zach Levi. I was stunned. How can you not make that next step to yeah. maybe it's Zach Levi? Never mm-hmm. occurred to me. Okay. We're talking about Never you. Never <laughs> it's you. You, you, you. you guys, that's you guys. Like, it's, the way everyone talks about it, it's like we're talking about someone who's not in the room. You're right here. I mean, that's true. Um, I just, I didn't think it was Zach Levi. He just, you really look like him. That's all. Dope. Okay. Is that a dope? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> that was very odd. You guys, when we come back, we're going to talk uh, again, more cameras that we don't know about. 
Oh, yes. Conspiracy Alley. uh, Conspiracy Alley has been proven right time and time again. People are Uh, watching. Quite frankly, I'm sick of winning. Yeah, it's got to be exhausting. Thank you. Your electric toothbrush can see you. I mean, it's going to be one of those, right? Oh, I hope it can. (laughs) Because sometimes. Okay. (laughs) What? (laughs) Kelly Clarkson, happy birthday. Barbara Streisand, Joe Keery, and Frankie McDonald. (laughs) <laughs> it's Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K Rock. K R O Q. Q. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus ATT and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. All right. How did this get started with uh, celebrity interactions on Twitter? How did it get started? I was doing the story yesterday about Ariana Grande doing a bunch of stories on her Instagram about how much she loved Jim Carrey. Right. And then Jim Carrey reached back out to her on Twitter, and it was just kind of this interesting little moment you saw between... Ariana Grande, who has loved Jim Carrey since fourth grade. He was part of, like, her AIM chat name. Yeah, it was like Jim Carrey Fan 42 yeah. or something. Insane. Which Insane. made me realize there were 41 others. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's also fun to see a superstar who, in a moment where that Instagram came to her from Jim Carrey, she just fangirled out. Yeah, she's I mean, like, she, I need a minute, Yeah, it didn't matter that she's a celebrity and arguably right. way more famous than Jim Carrey. It, all that mattered is that her, fa- her, the guy she loved reached out to her. Very cute. And we just started talking about how we kind of all have had that instance where we have been surprised that a social media responded to something because we're just nobodies, regular people, mm-hmm. and then somehow you get in their orbit for a minute, and it's kind of fun. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I'll uh, I'll start if you want. Sure. Um, I found myself, and Kevin, you're going to find this hard to believe, but I found myself one day actually not changing the radio when a Pitbull song came on. What? And I was shocked by it. Because I kind of feel like you this do... This is a, Kevin's nightmare. What? I kind of feel like you do about Pitbull, which is that... I can't change it fast enough. Yeah, he's not He's not necessary. His music is fine, though. It's just when he starts. Yeah. Then you gotta move. Yeah, so I uh, so I tweeted out, I said, I don't know, I, I don't remember the exact words, but I was like, I don't know if I'm coming down with something or what, but a Pitbull song came on the radio and I didn't switch it immediately. What's oh, wrong wow. with me? You didn't at Pitbull, though. Of course I did. Oh, <laughs> of course I did. Why would you do that? So like, it's kind of a compliment, though. It was me I saying mean, that. Is it? It's, it's backhanded. No, it is. But he's saying, he's saying pit, I'm coming around on Pitbull. <laughs> he's but, saying that I also uh, always change the channel up right. until that day. And that I might be coming down with something, yes, which is right. why I was right. slow on the Pitbull response. Fever, right. So True. like 45 minutes, am I shocked to see put Pitbull in my timeline who says, you be all right. 
<laughs> Did it make you like Pitbull even more yes, right then? Absolutely. I thought it was an awesome way for him to respond. 100%. To remind you Pitbull haters, which I am not. Which I am. This is a man who traveled to Alaska because the internet voted to send him to a city that's never had a concert before. Uh-huh. And he went and played for like 30 people in freezing cold because he knew the joke was funny. Look, I, That's awesome, but it doesn't yeah. make him a good singer. God rapper. bless him. I will tell you, I, I've seen him host TV shows before and he seems energetic yeah. and he seems personable. Yeah. Mr. 305. He's, yeah, he's, Mr. He's, he's, Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide, yeah. right. He, he looks like he's made of cocaine, but he is awesome. <laughs> so that was my momentary uh, brush with greatness, I guess, on social media. Love it. That's how, a good one. How about you, Allie? I'm sure you've had a bunch. Um, I have two that I love. One that I just retweeted on my Twitter, at Allie McKay. And I don't know if y'all were with me when I had a cable guy show up that when I opened the door, I went, oh, God. And he's like, what? And I'm like, I... You are buff Trevor Noah is what you are. And you're not exaggerating. He looks just like him. And I wound up live tweeting his whole visit there. And people were like, post a picture. I'm like, I'm getting to it. So I wound up tweeting a picture. Behold, my cable guy, buff Trevor Noah, only in L.A. You're welcome. I didn't at Trevor Noah. And I didn't have to because the thousands of replies that I got. When you look at the picture, you'll understand. Oh, it is Buff Trevor Noah. He no literally question. is Trevor Noah. Yeah. Trevor Noah sees it, quote tweets it, and writes, "Why are you exposing my side hustle?" <laughs> very Which good one. Was very That's funny, strong, especially since he was on hiatus that week. So people were like, "Wait." It could be him. I'm like, look at the arms. It's not him. Your cable guy uh, yes. laid some cable that day, I understand, by oh, the way. Oh, no. He's married, has children. He's a wonderful man. To you? With uh, your kids? I, no, I wish. Oh. He yeah. really looks like he should be making a porn called The Daily Ho or something. I mean, he really... <laughs> I'm just saying. Congratulations Daily Ho. You look at the guy. I'm okay. just saying. He's, he could be a model, too. Yeah, he's that's a, what I'm very, saying. He's a super yeah. good-looking buff dude. Okay. Tell me more about The Daily Ho. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I'd like I don't, to hear I don't, a summary of it. <laughs> How does that go? So there's a pizza <laughs> delivery guy. But you'd read it, wouldn't you? you oh, God. It. But I have one other one, which to me was awesome. I've talked about it on the air before. When I was a little girl, and I was so thrilled to be sitting next to the superstar on the plane. And as soon as he got up to use the bathroom, I turned to his wife, and I said, What's it like to be married to Gallagher? And his wife laughed because her husband was David Crosby. So I I wound up tweeting, I wonder if David Crosby remembers a flight where an eight-year-old girl whispered to his wife, is it cool being married to Gallagher? Because that was me. He responds, <laughs> Graham Nash actually used to tell people I was Gallagher. Funny as hell. Then one time he did it to me, and a guy came up to him and said, Hey, Mr. Manilow, I love your music, <laughs> and I'm still laughing. I'm like, I got some Crosby, Stills, Nash juice right there. That's excellent. From a story that started when you were eight. Yes. That's that's, That's some weirdness right there. Very Quite a long cool. con, yeah. yeah. How about you, uh, Kevin? Have you ever been surprised by somebody who's responded to something on social media? I, mean, I, I was trying to think about this. Not really. I don't really look at my ads all that much. <laughs> Uh, he has to learn how to use it. <laughs> you know, I have seen your ads, and that's probably why this is probably better. Uh, how about you, Jensen? Uh, I have a real serious one first, but Henry Winkler once promoted my book. Awesome! Whoa. Which was like such an incredible feeling. He was like, I he was like a second dad to me growing up on TV. Like he was, I was so into him, mm-hmm. and so just seeing him promote my book. But you, was didn't, you didn't Do know? You know him? No, no. And no. in real life, he's that good. Yeah, he's that he's nice. That nice. He's I guess amazing. he had been following me for years, and was like, I love this dude. His book. 
probably great. Wow. And so, yeah. That was... endorsement meant more to you than anything anybody said about that. Yeah, or anything my dad's ever said to me. <laughs> uh, and then the other one that I really like uh, is from, well, two that I like. One is that I one time tweeted, let's turn this Pizza Hut into a pizza home, which is just a stupid joke. <laughs> <laughs> and then DiGiorno Pizza, the verified account, just wrote no. <laughs> and then 30 minutes later, Pizza Hut wrote, at DiGiorno, at Jensen Carp, yes. <laughs> what? You started a battle. A pizza battle. I remember retweeting your pizza It's just pizza the best. Home. Yeah, oh, it was so funny. weird. And then the other one that I like is one time Seth Rogen was taking questions like on Twitter mm-hmm. before the night before, which is a movie he put out. Mm-hmm. And he was like, ask Seth any question. And so I wrote, Seth, do you remember when Joey Fatone, uh, oh no, when it was... Chris, uh, yeah, Joey Fatone. I said, do you remember when Joey Fatone went on Cribs and showed that he had a Benihana table at his house? And do you think that most things on Cribs were rented? Why Which, did you ask Seth Rogen that I don't know. It's a question I've anything. always had in my life. Like, do, wait, remember when we watched Cribs and you're like, they can't own that. It was probably rented. It was just a thing I have in my head. And then randomly, a couple minutes later, Seth sent this video. Hey, Jensen. I do remember the Cribs episode with Joey Fatone and he had his own Benihana table. He also, I think, had an inflatable outdoor movie theater. And it didn't occur to me that he could have rented it just for the day until right now. Wow. <laughs> Maybe he did just rent it. Does that mean that other guy didn't actually have a... Does, does that mean Tommy Lee doesn't have a Starbucks? Was that rented? <laughs> you just blew my mind, Jensen. You blew my mind. And that was pretty sweet. Wow. wow. That is amazing. But Sent also, a video. he did have an inflatable movie theater. That's the other thing I love about <laughs> Joey Patone's house. Of course he did. <laughs> I, I just remembered another one... Um, because this man's running for president. Oh, I'm sorry. Cory Booker was doing like a ask me anything, but on Twitter. Mm-hmm. My go-to when it's an ask me anything, and I've done it to David Duchovny, who has responded. <laughs> I've done it to people just because it's so stupid and people are like, they're not ready for this question. So I said at Cory Booker, do you think it's weird that Tarzan doesn't have a beard? I mean, because what's yeah, he shaving the with wild, out there? Yeah. And, and where's he, he shaving? He quote tweeted it and just wrote, yes! <laughs> so, Cory Booker 2020? I need him to yeah. become president because really, I blew his mind. You need to frame that, <laughs> print it out, frame it, put it on the wall. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Right now, though, let's give away some tickets to that show. If you haven't already bought them at AXS.com, this is the pre-show VIP party and ringside bag. And this is called Punchlines. Punchline, punchline, punchline. Yeah! Punchline, punchline, punchline. Can you tell us a punchline today? Make us laugh, you'll scream hooray. Don't be stupid or you will get dissed. You won't get into it for foolishness. All right, so no jokes uh, unless you're the winner, right? Yes, Correct. We just, don't want to hear the rest. Just the punchline. All right, we'll take them in order, and we're doing this. Uh, we're doing this knockout style. Yeah. Correct. So if you are if you are the best, you stay on the line. The first caller could win. Let's find out. Juan and Paramount. Good morning. Hey, how's it going, guys? You're in the lead. Congratulations. <laughs> Juan, <laughs> we don't want the joke. We just want the punchline. Out of what? Out of what? Oh, wow. Out of what? All right. I That's am intrigued. extremely unsatisfying. Okay. <laughs> but the joke may tie it all together. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. All right. It may. All right, let's see who can uh, try to knock Hi. off Juan. Hi, guys. Hi. hi, guys. Hi, hi. It's Marshall. I'm so excited to talk to you. I really, really want to win this. I actually have two punchlines because I want, I want to do extra credit. I really Marshall, want to hold win. on. Two seconds. Two seconds. Do you want to okay. join the show? Like forever? <laughs> Definitely. Okay. Definitely. Uh, okay. Listen, Marshall, I we our fingers crossed that you're great and that you win, but you know you can get tickets as cheap as 30 bucks to buy them and be there. I know, but this, I know, but this is for my girlfriend's belated birthday present. I want to get her the extra special tickets. That's oh, like, I see. Oh, right, I, right. I, 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 
Okay, okay now, I'll, do two, I'll do two of them for extra credit. Well, okay? no, that doesn't no, work. You pick, pick one. Pick your favorite. Pick your favorite, pick pick your favorite Marshall. First of all, take a breath. <laughs> yeah. And then pick okay. one. All right, what's your favorite okay. punchline? Okay, um, wow, somebody took a selfie. Okay. Okay, Wow, right. somebody took a selfie. That was very good, Marshall. Now, you hold on. Don't die on us, okay? Okay, I'm here. Okay, okay thank on. you. I just worry he's going to hyper, hyperventilate. Are we doing battle so we get rid of Juan and keep oh, Marshall? Oh, yeah, what? I think Marshall oh, yeah, is around. I think Marshall's around. Yeah. I'm sorry. I know right? it does endorse methamphetamine use, but we should stick with Marshall. <laughs> okay, good. Somebody take a selfie. That's a good uh, punchline. Let's go to Tracy in Woodland Hills. Good morning. Hi, how are you? Hi, Tracy. Uh, we are oh, great. we're talking now to a normal person so now. <laughs> <laughs> this is so relaxing having you on the phone. <laughs> I was like, oh, right. That's how it's supposed to That's how it's supposed to sound. All right, what's your punchline? Okay, the punchline is because Ken came in another box. Oh, wow. Because Ken came wow. in another box. Wow. I mean, I mean, it's funny. I got to be honest. I like that one. Um, oh, who I wants think, to break it to Marshall? I think I'm still selfie. I'm We Are Marshall. I am too. I'm We Are Marshall too. I'm sorry, Tracy, <laughs> sorry, but thank Tracy. you for calling anyway. So far, Marshall's in the lead. <laughs> All right, let's go to Josh and La Habra. Hi. Hey, good morning, party people. Good morning. Morning, Josh. Let's hear your punchline, sir. With Little Caesars. Hmm. Little Caesars. Nice read. With okay. Little Caesars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, think I'm, I think I'm still Marshall. Are we okay. still Team Marshall? I think so. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. Uh-oh. Let's go to uh, Nicole, who's calling us from Long Beach. Good morning, Nicole. Good morning. Long time, second time. Thank you. All thank right. you. Mm-hmm. The punchline is when the cake popped out of the girl. When the, when cake, the cake popped out of the popped girl. out of the girl. Well, I do like Max Hedrum's joke, but I'm going to go with We Are Marshall. So. <laughs> hey, I was at that party. It was pretty cool to see. Okay. Uh, thank you, Nicole. I think it is still Marshall. All right, okay. we got time for a couple more. We're doing punchlines for uh, Kevin Bean's April Foolishness. This is the pre-show VIP party and the ringside bag as well. The Microsoft Theater this Friday night. Luke in Redondo Beach. Good morning. Hello. Oh, what is up, guys? Hey, Luke. Just looking for a punchline. First of all, Marshall doesn't even have a girlfriend. He's just pulling you like that. How dare uh, you say but... what we were all thinking? <laughs> yes, exactly. We can't all see her. But um, my punchline is, all right, you ready for this? Yeah. So then I says, mustard, more like poo-poo on. Hmm. Oh, are you killing me? That's legendary. No, 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 no we're more thinking. We're more thinking. <laughs> That's legendary. That's legendary, my boy. I, uh, I didn't like the way he pooped on Marshall. I didn't care for I'm that. I'm going with okay. Luke, though. I love but that. He's it's also, a better punchline. He's also in the competitive spirit, mm-hmm. too. I'm mm-hmm. sticking with Marshall. I, I'm going Luke. I think I'm I think I'm going over Kevin's side. I think I'm now Team Luke. Allie? I, too, am, am Team Marshall just because I want to meet him. So, Chip, you have to be the deciding factor Why do we have four this? judges? Marshall or Luke? Yeah! Sorry, Marshall. Wait. Oh! oh is in the oh, lead. Rest in peace, <laughs> Marshall. That was, Unreal. That was a late, that was a knockout in the 12th round, Unreal. you guys. Didn't you guys want to meet Marshall? I yet? do. Right? I really do, but we're playing by yeah. punchlines, you right? know? I mean, I feel like Luke had a strong punchline. Okay. Yeah. All right, okay. let's try, let's try Martin. Let's take one more call and see if uh, Luke stays on top. Hey, Martin. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. Story Story great, time, man. First time. Very contentious uh, battle here today. Yeah, let's see what you're bringing. Because they would have eaten the snake. Because they would have eaten the snake. I mean, Poupon was Here. a performance for me. Yeah. Sticking, mm-hmm. I think so. <laughs> Sticking with Luke. All right. I think it's right. good. I'm sorry. Thank you, Martin. We appreciate you playing. Appreciate everybody playing. Uh, Luke, I, you're the winner. First of all, congratulations. Woo! All right. We're, yeah. we're going to see you and your imaginary girlfriend on Friday night. <laughs> could, could we hear the joke, please? Oh. 
Oh, I, oh, dead serious. I don't even have the answer to the joke because I walked in. Uh, I used to deliver mail in a business office, and I walked in the office, and the CEO told that joke, and everyone died laughing. I, I googled that one forever. The dude, wait, 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 Look at your tremendous beard. Behold. That's fantastic. You, you do look Old Testament, David Allen Greer. I feel biblical. You do. You look like you should be coming out of a mountain with some tablets. <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. It's all like I me was, and Jim Carrey. I mean, I, I don't think he has his beard now, though. He shaved his Yeah, beard. I think he did. Who it's has, just you, man. Who has the craziest, uh, well, um, um, what's his face? The crazy Quaid. He's got the beard like that. The crazy Quaid. Which one? The crazy one. There's the real crazy one. Yeah, that one. Who, yeah, uh, like, what's the his big name? dude. The, no, 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 from Vacation. Yeah, from Vacation. Mm-hmm. Which, what's Randy. His Randy. Randy. Randy's yes, got that beard. He's yeah. the crazy one. Yeah. Is that the one where, like, was it the FBI was looking for? Oh, him yes. Oh, he, he fled, fled to Canada. Canada. Yeah, yeah, fled yeah. to Canada. Yeah. Fled Canada. <laughs> no. I lived, grew up in Detroit. I, uh, yeah. They'll never find us in Windsor. Yeah, they will. They will. Um, you know, we all have celebrity sightings uh, in Southern California, and I tell the story. In fact, I told it to the, the room earlier this morning that one of my favorite celebrity sightings ever was seeing Dag walking down Melrose uh, where with no shirt on, but wearing overalls, and I thought that is a no baller. shirt, but overalls. I thought that is a this baller, be, baller move. This had to be back in the day. Oh, were you the day. singing "Come On, Eileen"? Uh, first of all, I hope I hit the gym. <laughs> okay, yeah. So uh, my, no, you looked good. You could pull it my off. Man breasts. You were right. you were a young man back then, but I'm delighted to say that in 2019 he still has those overalls. Well, yes. first of all, he's wearing them today. Yes. Uh, I have been declared a fashion god I'm by sorry? GQ.com oh. for my overalls. Are you kidding me? There is an article that, um, you know, for, let me digress for a minute. You know, when you pay a publicist thousands of dollars a month, mm-hmm. it's really comforting when the guy at the UPS store finds a story nobody else knew was out there. But anyway, <laughs> that being said, that being said um, so my UPS guy goes, dude, have you seen this article? And he showed it to me, and it was like, why are all these dudes wearing overalls? And it's like all about me. Like, is it, is it coming back? It yes, apparently. It's coming back because I still have overalls. You need to read this thing. Okay. Go on GQ.com. Not only is it I'm not coming positive back. you can pull it off, <laughs> Well, trust me. They didn't say. They said fashion god. Yeah. That's my low-key drip. Yeah. I've been keeping steady. That is for, le- that's legit praise. Uh, yes, man. So I tell my daughter, she's loving, she's like, no. <laughs> oh my god, full blown picture at the top of the article. Keep scrolling down. Cool are, dudes everywhere can't right. stop wearing overalls. Uh, are you sure you're not on farmersonly.com? <laughs> wow. I feel like Dad could be the face of that. <laughs> but you know what's not cool is I'm a little too excited. I'm like been showing everybody. I, I'm a fashion guy! Yeah. <laughs> Look at this. Read it. I'm a fashion guy! Scroll down. You have had a remarkable career that continues with uh, on a hit TV show right now on Fox. Yes. You've got all these movies coming out. We're going to cover all of that. But when you got the call for the cool kids, I have to mm. ask, is it the first time in your life that they said we need you to be older. Well, it, it was a transition because I really feel like being serious for a moment. I was caught in a trick bag, meaning people perceived me as younger. 
I was getting older, yet I could not quite pull off the dad role yet. And so when I did this movie, Peoples, that's when I played Ter- Carrie uh, Washington's dad. And But I'm psychically and emotionally, I'm ready. I mean, let's go. I'm, I'm going to kill it. Mm-hmm. Give me all the old black dudes. Right? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I started. and But it took a couple more years. And then the Carmichael's was the first time where I feel like everybody was... Uh, we're all on board, and I and I love it. I mean, it's also I you like that the, show. Well, that was a crime was a show. against yeah. uh, mm. America that that show got canceled. By it, the way, it was such a great role. I mean, it was the only time really where we would have a scene where literally laughing and crying <laughs> yeah. did the same scene. Yeah, like, when my mom wanted us uh, to us to help her with assisted suicide, and I really when we did it in front of an all black mostly audience, and I was like, we didn't know until they actually said cut if they were going with us. Right. Because when it really got to that point... A little nerve-wracking. Exactly. Some dude in the back was like, don't do it, Lord, don't do it. Oh, no. Man, stop it. I was like... Just look straight ahead. Keep going. Of all the things you've been involved in, that had to hurt the most having that show canceled because you knew how great it was. As an artist, you knew you guys were doing great work every week. Yeah, yeah, And the business just hosed you. Well, it it, it was, but I, I felt... Uh, fortunate that we got to do these episodes and by the time like any breakup like most breakups you knew it was you know the chick wasn't really into me so it was like just let us go because you know NBC would hold like the last year they took us off the air for a year Yeah. then they ordered like 10 episodes and I'm like and then they burned them like 2 in a night Yeah. from 2am to (laughs) 4am you know on top of each other and breadcrumbing you yeah at that point it was like let me go let me go do something else but i loved it i loved rod uh, carmichael and everybody we all did yeah, we all did man. well he's still alive he's not dead. <laughs> but I, he was so young i hated yeah. to lose him it was so, so cool kids you're playing a 72 year old is that right yeah you know i'm a uh, transforming uh actor i don't he's old yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. He doesn't know age. <laughs> no age. Yeah, seventy. He's like Martin Mull is the appropriate age. Like he's seventy-five, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he is for real. Okay. Right. No, he is for real. And so he, are are, are you are you still horny on your show? We are. I, All of you, right? The best line I had is like when Vicky Lawrence comes to my room. It's late at night. I open up the door. I look down the hallway. I went. I knew this was going to happen. Look, what are you doing, baby? Come on in here. We can't be doing this. And she's like, shut up. And I go, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, old people are really horny. Like my mom, may she rest in peace. She lived in 95 and a half. And in she died Atlanta. before or after Jared Carmichael. Uh, He's still alive, Pete. Okay. Yeah. She got it. did. I'm going to say. Yeah, she did. Okay, she, she so before. I think right. we had just kind of started, but no, she wasn't. Because, you know, she had dementia at the end. So I'm going to say oh. she was with us, but not I was on trying board. to just have fun. I was just making, he was a, making joke. a joke. He was making a joke about yeah. Drug yeah. Carmichael. And when she dying. Passed, okay. My back mom, to you. Okay. Right. <laughs> All right, so old people are horny. All right, back to that. No, but I mean, when we would come through her cul-de-sac and she would just name, that's uh, that's Bonnie's friend, Ralph. He lives there. And then, well, she died, and now he's uh, Betty's friend. She's over there. All friends. Yeah, they're all, all yeah, friends, they're yeah. All, yeah, this it guy is... comes down. He goes, hey, boys. Oh, he looked like he was an old oh, white guy, dad. but he had, like, Popeyes, and I'm like, oh, boy. Is that what it's like in a restaurant? You think it's just people going oh, crazy on each other? Do you not remember the story about the village?
Bridges, which is a retirement home in Florida, had the highest rates of STDs in America, in an old folks, little villages community. They do everything we do. Yeah. But that's hard to imagine. Just slower. (laughs) More methodically. (laughs) We we talk about, this is our friend David Allen Greer on the Kevin Bean Show right now. We're talking about, among other things, his cool kids TV show, which is on Fox. uh, Run the bubble. We could go either way. So we're going to find out. This morning, it's looking Uh good. Oh, yeah, really? Jensen did. Jensen said it's apparently going to be renewed is what they're leaning, leaning towards. towards. Isn't right. it great as an actor to find you out know, things that way? I can, again, I need to t- digress. I just purchased probably the a most amazing thing for my home. It is a toilet that does everything. Really? Like heats up and it cleans? It heats up. <gasps> when you approach it, it uh, lights and then it like lifts, lifts it. the thing. You sit down. Now, uh, Allie's giving you a hallelujah. I'm giving you me. a hallelujah because I just had a plumber and he was telling me about a uh, uh, plumber coming to my house to fix, right. to snake my toilet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, okay. hey, it's me, baby. Okay, you're right, you're right. <laughs> tell, me, me. tell me more about this toilet. Okay, so you sit on it and there's a little keypad. Uh-huh. It does everything. And by the way, I never would have bought this had I not experienced it. Like, I was going to to buy a tub, and they had one in their bathroom, and I came out like an hour and a half later like, (laughs) I need a cigarette, and I'm going back in. So are you eating, like, lots of fiber now just to spend more time? Beans, beans. (laughs) No, but I mean, you don't have to touch the toilet or yourself. It does everything. Wow. Yeah, everything. I have a question. Yes, sir. How did we get from cool kids being renewed to toilet that does everything? Oh, it has to be renewed. It has to be. Paid for it. And this was one of those things where, well, I should have waited. That's what I'm saying. That's one of these purchases where I I didn't order it that day, but Mm. I went home and I went, you know, you're looking in the mirror. I'm 62, man. I deserve. No, it's for me, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't have to call my my account. I mean, yeah. this is well, damn it. I mean, it brings the house down. I'm going down with it. You know, so I called the next day. I was like, <laughs> I want that toilet. Yes, it was gold, silver, or platinum. Oh, I want diamond. Wow. <laughs> so, right, so that's going to take another yeah. season. You are yeah. making me want to poop right now. Yeah, they're At already least. digging a trench. <laughs> yeah. to that is beautiful. <laughs> hey, uh, quick break. Cool Kids, by the way, airs on Fox Friday nights at 8.30, and it's very funny. David Almaguerra is here. He's got a lot of other stuff going on, including more poop talk when we return on K-Rock. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you dancing to that song, David Allen Greer? You some um, yeah. dancing because you know I was in London <laughs> and um, my girlfriend will be working in England. All right, his and, accent is uh, as bad as mine. No, it's mm. much better. It, it, it is, is better. better. Yeah. Let's have let's have a British accent. Yeah. Off. British. I d- okay, I d- you say what he says. Right. David will lead. Okay, right. and then you say. Okay. You're uh, do I, okay. Let me get my head to go. You're a right twit, aren't you? You're a right twit, aren't you? 
You stink. Okay, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. That's you're you're all right. We don't. You. Yes, I you're yeah. agreeing with him. Yes, I'm if terrible. I, if I figure, if I figure, I figure I won't, I won't, I won't, I won't one of those. I told my, he's broke. Yeah, he told me. Yeah, that's how. Okay, go be Richard. Go by the way. No, I, I, shoot, I, I recuse myself. I plead the fifth. I do whatever I have to do to get out of it. <laughs> um, how we? You got this uh, this new movie coming out this weekend, which, by the way. Wide open. Everybody's going to see Sprinter this weekend. There's Sprinter. nothing else in theaters. Let's face it. This weekend of all weekends, you got the whole field to yourself. As I planned. <laughs> but my question is, you have a Jamaican accent in the movie. Yes, You've just done your British. Have you oh. done a lot of accents over the years or not too many? No, man. And, you know, uh, Will Smith's company produced it, these guys, and the uh, uh, um, writer mm -hmm. um, and director... Jamaican, mm -hmm. I skyped with him, and it was it wasn't a lot of money. It was an indie flick, so we didn't have time. But that was my first question. I was like, you know, yeah, I'd love to try it. I'd love to do it. This guy's an old coach, and he's coaching this young phenom who's all comes from a really jacked up uh, family, all Jamaican cast. I just said, as long as you give me a coach. If you give me a coach, so they had a yeah, coach. Yeah, because you don't want to, that like, would be embarrassing. No. Yeah, you don't want to come cast. off like a bumbleclot. Yeah, bumbleclot, man. <laughs> Cue David. Guys, come on, let's warm up. Good pull, Allie. Yeah, come on. You know, so, but the Jamaicans were so deep. Literally, the whole crew, everybody would stand around when I did my scenes. And there was like some dude, you know, go for like, no, he, he, no, he, he, no, he don't get it. No, no, no. <laughs> the whole movie is subtitled. We should tell people <laughs> this, yeah. but it's in English. It is. But, <laughs> but I will say needed it. Needed it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, definitely. So, Did you so, fall in love with Jamaica being down there? I fell in love with the people. You know, I'd never really been on the island. So mm -hmm. we're in Kingston. Kingston, we, man. Yeah, and all these kids. I'm sorry, these. Can we hear some more, please? Kingston, wow. man. Thank you. Thank you for coming in. And it was great. I'll, I'll show myself out. Here's when you know you don't get the job. So, so they said, thank you, and you're about to leave. Oh, hey, do you still drive that Jetta? Just asking. Thank you. Bye. It was like, oh, man. But, yeah, uh, we were in Kingston, and then uh, my daughter came because she was on break. <clears throat> And so I drove across the island to Montego Bay and stayed. It was like a James Bond Ian Fleming resort. That's awesome. Awesome. Uh, for nothing. You know, we had this house. We had a full staff. It was like three levels. And we were lounging by it. You know, we had a private pool. Oh, it's fun to explo exploit the locals. I love it. Uh, it was so great. <laughs> you know, and I tipped everyone. I, Because I, I'm not a cheapskate. I gave everyone a little copper penny. You know? <laughs> so I said, Are they the are they the flattened ones, or well, are they... I don't even Whatever. know if it wasn't U.S. tender. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, and there was a... I heard a noise around sunset, and there was, like, fog and stuff, and I, I went, and I asked the guy, I was like, what is that fogging thing? And uh, he goes, Adezika! And he goes about, I was like, what? No. What? They're spraying for... Honey, get in the house! Quick, everybody! Get away from the pool! <laughs> oh, yeah. it was. That's why it was half empty. That was. That's oh. why it was... Yeah, we, I forgot we were there in the middle of the Zika virus. Oh, my God! <laughs> And I was like, oh, hey, this is so cheap. I can't believe yeah. it. <laughs> just was like, what's that? Put the plastic bag over your face. <laughs> no one breathed for another week. <laughs> Poppy made a big mistake. He made a boo boo. Don't tell mommy. Don't tell mommy. <laughs> so that's why. Oh, that is not what you want to hear no, at all. But no. I bet that was the, a part of the draw for you is being able to live and work in Jamaica for a while, right? I mean, it was, but it was fun. a role. This role's a really great role. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a great story. 
everybody was in it, man. And Jamaican people, you, you know, it's such a tiny island. And you realize culturally and artistically how much they have affected world culture yeah, over the decades, years, Absolutely. hundreds of years. It's pretty amazing. I want to so. buy the soundtrack, I'll tell you that. Yeah, the music man. is killer in this Storm movie. Storm Salta. <laughs> yeah, man. Yes, it's great. It's great. Um, David Allen Greer is here. That movie is available. How can people see it this weekend? Is it is it on demand it's in, in addition in theaters? theaters? Yeah. Uh, and that's it there. It's oh. at the Regal mm -hmm. L.A. Live well, Stadium 14 in downtown L.A. Okay. Well, I'm very involved. And <laughs> it's at the AMC Ontario yeah, 30. It's, All right. It's over there. It's over there. And David just uh, flashed to me that it's the AMC Santa Monica 7. Because he knows. Yes. Well, I'm involved. Okay. Um, <laughs> you are touring with the In Living Color guys. Yeah. Yeah. I How long has it been? 25 years since that show? Mm -hmm. 25 years. I think it was 25 years now since we went off, so it's really been oh, okay. 30 years since we came on. But I'll tell you a quick story. When we did the pilot, the pilot was an hour long, and uh, it, we didn't get picked up for a year. And so when I would go and do other jobs, everybody had seen it, like the crew, the directors. they go, what is this tape? Because the tape started circulating. And we actually were reviewed and mentioned in Vanity Fair what? before we were picked up. And so it became this big underground thing. I never thought they would let us do it. I just never did. And I think that was the key. So we just went for broke, I mean, and just did whatever. Do you feel that the show that was so influential for so many comedians that came after you, do you feel like it has gotten its proper due? You think it's being oh, recognized yeah. and oh, remembered yeah. for the groundbreaking show it was? Oh, yeah. I oh, mean, good. there's not a day in my life where some stranger doesn't either in person or online social media now talk about it give me a shout out really and acknowledge it yes i never thought that that's I mean, very cool jim carrey was the one who said you know this is history and i was like what are you nuts <laughs> yeah we're barely on the air oh yeah the great <laughs> robert schimmel he said uh, they're like what who's our target audience <laughs> he goes 12 year old crackheads <laughs> so no there was no youtube there was no nothing i remember i did the whiz in la jolla like in 2000 so they had the men's dressing room, the women's dressing room. Everybody had their laptops, and all these guys had their favorite sketch cued on a playlist. That whole uh, technology was not even... Of course. We had cell phones. My talk time was 20 minutes. <laughs> wow. The whole conversation. I I'll call you back. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm on my phone. I'll call you back. <laughs> Do you think in Living Colors, the first line of your obituary... Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't care. Pretty cheery question, by the way. Be, so. That's what you're first remembered for? That'd be all right, I would imagine. Yeah, but I feel like I've done, I've done stuff. But I also know as a fan, like like Ted Knight mm -hmm. on the Mary Tyler Moore show, he did stuff, and I was like, yeah. But he's no, Ted Baxter. You're Ted Baxter. Come yeah. on, man. Yeah. Come on, man. Come on, man. You know, and I'm not like the radar guy. I remember from MASH when well, later in his career, they're like, uh, I know you did a show. We're right. not going to talk about it. <laughs> so tell us about your butterfly collection. <laughs> <laughs> That's radar. What's up? What's up? I mean, they're like, Let's, we're not going to talk about the R word. So no, I'm not like that. I mean, well, you've worked continuously. Yeah, man. Yeah, you're all, you're out there. I'm I loved you in the Wiz. I'll say it right now. I had so much fun. That was man. what I. Oh, the live Wiz the on live TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that was my favorite of all the musicals so far that have been on. It was so much fun. I, you know, I turned my phone off that day because I said I just want to do this I'm not going to go on Twitter or anything yeah. so it took weird, so it was a whole day it was like 12-15 hours and I finally got back to my trailer and I turned my phone on and this flood of 
emails, texts, and messages. And it usually started with, is this still your email? Oh, <laughs> I people just that wanted reached to tell out you, from long ago. Yeah, I heard from women. I'm jumping on my bed with my daughter, and we're oh. singing along. We're both crying. All right, it's getting emotional. You know, it is. That's it was, amazing. It so That's amazing. amazing. It was so much love that was awesome. So um, my daughter... And all of her friends, you know, everybody watched The Wiz. And so the next day, because that's how quick it is. It was literally like, sure. Two days later, I fly back and I'm walking her into school. Now, usually it's like, I got it. Bye. Go. I'll see you later. But she stopped. She grabbed my hand and she's like, oh, okay. So she walks me all the way through school. <laughs> and this kid behind her, this black kid goes, you're so lucky. And she goes, why? <laughs> Your dad's a lion. Oh, <laughs> she goes, I know. <laughs> so that lasted for about a week. Amazing. And then a week later. Yeah. I just looked That's up. That's a sweet week, though. On Twitter, I put 30 minutes into the whiz, and it's incredible. I wish we could track the number of kids watching right now that can't wait to see live theater. Come on. And it just, it changed right. for why so many people. Why don't you two just make out and we'll get out Until of here. With the lion? Until we'll get- rent, they they ruined everything. Via Cool Kids airs Friday night on Fox at 8.30. That's Channel 11. And hopefully we'll have uh, news of a pickup here coming up shortly. And the movie is called Sprinter. I just want to leave. In theaters today. Kevin and (laughs) Bean. It's so nice to see you on the scene. Right? <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. Ali, you're now time for uh, what's happening on a Wednesday. Well, Kevin is the resident Laker fan on the show. Did you ever read Jeff Perlman's nonfiction book, Showtime? Magic Kareem Riley in the Los Angeles Lakers dynasty of the 1980s. I did not, but I would love to. That sounds great. Well, You just asked Kevin if he read a book. Well, I knew his answer would be no. It doesn't matter what the and book is, Allie. The answer is no. That's why I then say to you, can I interest you in a TV show yes. based on that book? Absolutely. All right. Well, HBO is bringing the Showtime Lakers to the scripted arena. It's a show called Showtime. Which is weird. That's on HBO. It's a, it's a whole tongue twister. <laughs> Very confusing. But it has received a pilot order, and uh, just Adam McKay will direct it. All right. <laughs> no, but, wow. All right. Frankie's excited. Absolutely. Casting on the pilot has already begun. Production scheduled for this summer. He's a great writer, by the way. Jeff Perlman. Yeah, he wrote The Boys Will Be Boys about the uh, Dallas Cowboys, The Bad Guys Won about the 1986 Mets. He really picks these teams of wild players and writes incredibly about them. Fantastic, yeah. So there you go. I'm in. You don't have to read the book anymore. Right? Which you didn't even know existed, but I'm just saying. Kevin claims he has started a lot of books. I've probably started 200 books. Oh. (laughs) And And I started, like, you mean like a couple pages and then don't finish? Some. Mm-hmm. Maybe a chapter. What does it take for you to finish a whole book? He'll let you know. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, have you? <laughs> um, the only book I finished was Into the Wild. Is that the name of the book? Oh, where sure. The, the guy climbs Everest. 
And what a dumbass, because then they made a movie about was it? it. You didn't it even... It, you didn't it even Mount Everest. Everest. He got lost no, in No, that the... was a different one then. I'm thinking of the wrong title, but it's a oh. guy that climbed Did you Everest read the and... cover with the <laughs> title on it? Not positive. Wasn't okay. it In Thin Air? Into Thin Air. There you go. Yeah, that that's it. what it was called. That was yeah. it. Yeah, okay. Thank you. I read so that. So the one book that you read, Woo-hoo! you didn't know the title of. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Awesome. Whew. That was a journey. <laughs> you guys, listen, I'm not going to talk about Jeopardy and how James took over the $1 million mark last night. Sorry, we're out of time. In a staggering time, just 14 games. But yeah. what I will tell you is um, after that show airs is a show called Wheel of Fortune, which I just happened to... Time for another guest. Oh, who's the guest? Who's the guest that we got? Whoever's in the hole. Okay. <laughs> I happened to have the TV on after Jeopardy. I was in the kitchen and I heard my name. And I was like, what the, what's happening? So I ran back, rewound it, and this is what I heard. Hey, Pat. I'm Allie McKay. I'm here with my husband, Chip. We've been married for 17 years. And I'm a case manager with the Department of Disabilities and Special Needs in Horry County. The contestant was Allie McKay with her husband, Chip. Chip, <laughs> in the Upside Down. We've been together 17 That's years. That's sweet. I'm playing again. Hey, Pat. I'm Allie McKay. I'm here with my husband, Chip. We've been married for 17 years, and I'm a case manager with the Department of Disabilities and Special Needs in Horry County. In an alternate universe, you both are are happy. Yeah, well, and you have partners. She has a more important job, though, the Wheel of Fortune. Right. Yeah. Right. By the way, Chip, we won. Yeah. Nice. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Nice Thank job. you so much. So, will you be back on tonight's show, or does it not work like that? I don't that know on Wheel how Wheel of Fortune works. Okay. Yeah, I think it's just a... Oh, no. I think they do come back, right? I don't watch Wheel of Fortune. I don't know Me anything either, about it. but I think they would come back. Otherwise, what a bummer. That's the one with Vanna, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That was fun. <laughs> was it? Uh, <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. So, remember uh, the first weekend of Coachella when the four dudes from NSYNC were right up there on the stage singing with do, Ariana Grande? Do, do we need all of that? Remember Lance Bass, sure. J.C. Chazé, Joey Fatone, yeah, the, Chris Kirkpatrick. The four guys no one wanted to see. The yeah. one that, uh, you know, Justin Timberlake wasn't there. Basically 98 degrees. Well, I will tell you this. Them doing Tearing Up My Heart, vintage choreography. Ariana stepped in, did some of Justin's vocals. The response was massive. So massive that some are considering this a test run for NSYNC to hit the road again. Minus Justin Timberlake. Did what you do you ever, guys think about that? Did you ever see the Jacksons without Michael? Who's pay, no yeah. one is paying to go see Tito. You know what I mean? Well, without Justin, it's not in sync. An industry source told Billboard that there is such a hunger right now for nostalgia that they don't even think that it matters as much. I disagree with you, mm-hmm. but I will also tell you that the Spice Girls sold out stadiums without Posh. Without Posh. So maybe there is something in just the experience of that band's right. name. Then again, Posh not really the powerhouse no. that yeah. Justin was. It's not like but, true. Yeah. I-, I was trying to think like the way they put Adam Lambert in Queen. Mm-hmm. I was trying to think of who could jump into the Timberlake spot and I really couldn't come up with anybody. No one, really. No. Mm. I mean like who's like a pop. Right. Like Grace and Chance or somebody or like an American. Somebody like that who's kind of well known but this would Justin be Justin Guarini. Well, I don't, I, I don't think. No, because he does the Dr. Pepper ads that I love. Yeah. A little pepper. It's, plus, I don't think Safeway could spare him. <laughs> yeah, they have to have him for the boxing. Wow. Oh. Yes, 
Sorry. Live Steve. That just came out of nowhere. Sorry. Oh, my God. I loved it so much. Don't be sorry. You brought joy to all of us. Oh, my gosh. I've uh, never seen it in person. I don't approve of uh, NSYNC without JT, if, uh, if anyone's asking. Okay. And he can go right back to the conversation as if Amazing. that never happened. It's great. <laughs> oh, my gosh. incredible. It is adorable to see. Like I not even you. Yes, <laughs> not only is it delightful to hear, but to see it. I don't like it when it comes out of nowhere like that. You don't even have an advance warning that you're going to sneeze. It was I an know. attack. Yeah, it was an attack. I understand, you guys. You guys, big uh, Lord of the Rings fans. <laughs> okay. Started the books. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I bet. And then the movies came out. And you're like, why do I need these reedy that, things? That's why reading is for losers. Because if yeah. it's good, they're going to make a movie about it. Who's with me? Well, the family and estate of J.R.R. Tolkien has come out against the movie Tolkien. It's a new biopic that will depict the early life of the Lord of the Rings creator. In a public statement, they said that they do not endorse it or its content in any way. I mean, don't hold wow. back. Jeez. <laughs> And this has a, a good star, right? Somebody uh, Nicholas Holt yeah, will yeah, be yeah. playing the young author. Lily Collins will be yeah. playing the love of his life, who mm-hmm. was the inspiration for several characters um, in Middle Earth. So, uh, yeah, they're not really uh, up on it. And the concerning part for them might be that um, Tolkien's estate famously litigious. Oh. They sued the producers of the Lord of the Rings films over royalties in 2009 and went after the book Mirkwood, a novel about J.R.R. Tolkien, despite it being a work of fiction. I don't want to know about bad things at all. Okay. Same. And Peter Jackson has said that further Lord of the Rings or Hobbit films, unlikely because that would require the estate's cooperation. Wow. I can't take any more. It just sounds I like mean, a bad deal. What are the movie, the, the movie show is like a coke addicted writer or something? Like what, what would be the thing they don't like? I don't know. I don't know. Very strange. But it shows him being shaped by the trauma of World War One and by his love for Edith Bratt, who will be played by Lily Collins. Sounds fine to me. Right? Hmm. I mean, calm your teeth, Tolkien Estate. Right? right. Who's with me? Some birthdays for you. Kelly Clarkson, Barbara Streisand, Joe Curie, and Frankie McDonald. Hi, guys. I like to say hi to everyone in the United States of America right now. Hi, everyone in the United States of America. How are you doing? I'm doing good so far. Happy birthday, Frankie. I oh, mm-hmm. love him so very much. Is and it weird that I hear my voice when I hear him? <laughs> we all do, Justin. A little similar. Okay. Good to hear. <laughs> that's what's happening. Thank you, Allie. On your drive home today, listen to a commercial-free 5 p.m. hour, a random act of helpfulness from the SoCal Helpful Honda dealers. Tomorrow morning on all-new Kevin and Beach on Thursdays, we have Dr. Drew. We have Get Up On This with Jensen. We have Colin Hanks. What? Uh, it's one and done on Wheel of Fortune. Go on. Uh, okay. Oh, we were all on the edge of our seats. <laughs> Thank God. You Thank were God we for that? S- solved that mystery. Plus <laughs> <laughs> tickets to Kevin and Beats April 4th. And she said it like, it's one and done, guys. <laughs> like it was still on our minds. Didn't even have to explain Wheel of Fortune. One and done, guys. What? It's the Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. Kevin and- It's so nice to see you on the scene. There it is. is. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.